Hello and welcome to the Building Christian Fellowship Podcast. We are very excited that you have decided to tune in today and pray you are blessed by today's message. We are living in a day and time that fear is prevalent. It's all over the news right now. The news never reports good news. And today, I understand why over the last few weeks that this has been on my heart, why I've been under attack by fear. Fear just just will take itself and it will put on a cloak and make itself look, look like so many different things that we don't realize it's just fear. I'm going to share something with you today that will change your life forever if you receive this word of God, if you are doers and not just hearers only. I do have to say something. The media are generators of fear. Do you guys realize that fear equals profit? Fear equals profit. And then there are profits of fear. There's profit in faith. And then there's profits of faith. Because it profits me to walk by faith, but also, as a prophet, I speak faith. So the media, they use fear to profit, but they also prophesy fear. They speak it to us. The media has a corner market on the manufacturing of fear. And fear comes in these forms. It comes in the forms of hopelessness, uncertainty, crisis, and listen to this one, racism. If I could pause just for a moment, it's, it's hard for me during this month as a black pastor, and some of you guys seen some of my posts, and yes, I spelled some things wrong. Please forgive me. It happens. But it's hard because out of my quote-unquote own people get mad at me because we don't celebrate Black History Month. Every year since I've been a pastor, I have other black pastors come to me and ask me, why don't you celebrate Black History Month? And I said, man, look, um, I don't knock other churches for doing it, but we have a diversity of people, races, ethnicities that are here at the Building Christian Fellowship. And the Bible, last I look, says that God is no respecter of person. So if we're going to celebrate We have to celebrate Puerto Ricans, Guatemalans, Ecuadorians, uh, blacks, Indians. Do I need to keep going? We have over 12, is it 12? 12, 13 different ethnicities at this church. But see, what's happening over the media, the media wants to perpetuate this, this racism and get us to start hating each other. And how can I get you to hate somebody if I make you afraid of them?
And if you think for one minute, one second, that you're being informed by the news or the media, you're not being informed, you're being conformed. Conformed into an image that will allow them to control you. Their goal, the media's goal, is to fill you with fear. They want you to stay afraid. Do you guys realize this is terrorism at its finest? We're looking at ISIS and all these other people with terrorism, but the media is perpetuating fear, and fear is terror. And because we're so full of fear, don't you think that they are terrorists? They just do it without blowing stuff up. If you keep the people in fear, you can control their actions, reactions, and their commerce. If I want to start selling something, all I have to do is find something to make you afraid of to point you toward to start buying something. That's why, that's why all the natural, natural foods are getting real big now. I'm going to make you afraid of eating a steak. Unless it's free range. So therefore, I'm going to get you the free range steak, which is actually cheaper. They, it's cheaper to raise a cow off of just eating grass. It's cheaper. But they charge you four times more. Why? Because now I got you afraid of eating this one steak, which is costing me more. So now I'm going to turn around and I'm, I'm just letting the cow walk. That's all I'm doing. I ain't, if the cow dies, the disease, it dies. But if he, could, if he can make it to the slaughterhouse off of eating grass, I'm going to kill it, call it free range, and I'm going to sell it for five times more, and you're going to buy it because you're afraid to buy the other steaks. If I get you to full of fear, if I get you to fear something, I can get you to buy something. So we sit in front of the TV, we sit in front of the Internet, and we consume so much fear that we become agents of fear. Oh, wait a minute. So the media is full of fear. Right, they're trying to get us full of fear. And once they get us full of fear, then we become agents of fear. Let me put it this way. We become spiritual terrorists. We're the ones that are packing bombs on us and walking into the crowds and blowing it up. And the media is the one sending us to do it. Did you guys catch that? Because the ones that are in charge ain't packing bombs on them. You look at the, the quote-unquote uh, ISIS leaders, they're sitting behind and they're sending the simple people, the uninformed, the uneducated, and they're sending them to do the dirty work. You guys, in my 18 years of serving God's church, I've never seen, so, uh, never seen a, a bunch of events that have happened that have, well, I have seen lots of events that have happened that possibly and, and very well did strike fear in all of our nation. I've seen, in just in 18 years, I've seen a lot of stuff that has scared people to death. 9-11, the D.C. sniper, Hurricane Katrina, all the tornadoes that were going on in the Midwest, every kind of natural disaster and man-made tragedies the, the world, when this happened, the world came running to the church. 9-11 churches were packed. Hurricane Katrina people were calling on the church. 
And the churches came in growth. They came because not only did they have supplies, not only did they have the help, but they had the hope to bring to a lost world. Woo! But never have I ever seen the stuff that I'm seeing today. Christians have become agents of fear. And why are we becoming agents of fear? It's because we're becoming like the rest of the world. Because we failed to do. Somebody say do. Don't say it twice. We failed to do. Romans 12, 2 says this. This is what we failed to do. It says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And how do we renew our minds so that we can be transformed? We need to filter what we're listening to. Whatever you're letting into your ears is either building your faith or destroying it. Romans 10, 17 says this. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You guys need to understand that this principle is true with fear. Fear cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the world. Whatever the world has to say to you, it's going it's to build fear in you and destroy your faith. So you're either going to put more world in you, or you're going to put more word in you. Listen, watching the news isn't sin. Watching the media isn't sin. It's what you take time to put in you is what's going to come out of you. Do you realize you could, you could take years to put something in you, but only take a moment for it to come out? If you're sitting down in front of social media and the news and CNN and NBC and Fox and Huffington Post and all those other things that you're watching and you're reading constantly, if you're reading that and you're inundating yourself with all this trash, what do you think is going to come out of you when you're pressured? Everything you took time to put in you comes out in a moment. <laughs> Watch this. Mark 7.15 says this. It's not what goes in a man that defiles them. Rather, it's what comes out of the person that defiles them. Do you realize that Jesus is a filter? See, whatever a sponge soaks up, it's what's going to come out of a sponge when it's squeezed. And generally, when you soak up stuff with a sponge, it looks even worse when it's squeezed out of it. Can I get an amen? Why? Because the sponge has other stuff still in it. There's stuff in it. And when whatever you wiped up with it, you could wipe up clear water with a sponge, but when you squeeze it, it's going to help bring out all those other impurities. It's an analogy. See, we're already sin. We're already fleshly. But if we keep soaking up fear and keep soaking up all this other stuff, when we're squeezed, when we're pressured, when we're threatened, look, that fear isn't the only thing that's going to come out. Other ugly stuff is going to come out. I didn't know that was in there. She's like, man, I ain't cussed in 15 years. But I read that post or heard that on the news and something came out, Florin Fields came out of my mouth. 
I didn't know that was in me. But as disciples of Christ, when we soak up fear, we should allow it to run through our Jesus filter. So when we are squeezed, instead of fear coming out of us, rivers of living water will flow out of us. Instead of fear, we produce faith. Instead of despair, we produce hope. Instead of death, we produce life. So listen, if most of your Facebook and your social media posts are about politicians and not Jesus, then I guess the politicians are your God. It's funny because I'm talking to you, but you know who I'm really talking to? The hundreds of people that are watching us on social media right now. Christians that have become terrorists because we've gotten so focused on fear that that's all that's coming out of us. And if we are so consumed with something, whatever we're consumed with becomes our God. Hebrews 12 and 29 says, for our God is a consuming fire. God's a consuming fire, which means, listen, if you're all about me, you're going to be consumed in me. You're not going to worry about anything. People say consume, I'm going to burn it all up. But think about your thoughts. If my mind is stayed upon Jesus, the Bible says he will keep me at perfect peace. Why? Because he's a consuming God. He's a consuming fire. It's all about Jesus. When I'm filling myself with Jesus, when I'm squeezed, guess what's going to come out? Jesus. Whatever is consuming you, whatever has your time, whatever has your focus and emotions is your God. Watch this. There are things that are happening in our political arena, and you tried to keep quiet about it. You sat back and watched. You kept your peace as long as you could. And then finally, it just came out. Somebody wrote something, bothered you so bad, you had to reply. You thought it, you said it, and when you posted it, it turned into an argument. Now your friend, who you thought your friend was, ain't your friend no more. <laughs> I'm looking at people like, You know why you couldn't hold your peace? You know why you couldn't sit back and not say anything? You know why? Because you've been consumed. Because it's in you. Watch the principle. Well, actually, actually, I don't even, okay, I don't even go there yet. Read, I'm going to read Mark 4, 19. Watch this. And the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things, entering in, choking the word, and becoming unfruitful. So what happened is, you let the cares of this world, there goes that word again, the world, the cares of this world. Oh, we're doomed. Oh, the country's going to fall. Oh, this is going to happen. Resist. All this, all that. I can't stand them. I don't this. I'll never go to the White House. If I invite, all these things are of the world, and you allowed it to enter into you, and the Bible says what? It choked the word out of you. Who is the word? Jesus Christ. It choked your Jesus out of you, becoming unfruitful. 
Now, if you want me to tie all this together, why do I say the word Jesus Christ? In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. So Jesus is the word. Lo, I come to you in the volume of a book. He is the word. He is the living word. It says it choked the word out of us, becoming unfruitful. And if you guys will think back into the, um, into the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, you'll remember what Jesus does with unfruitful vines. They're cut off and thrown into the fire. Why? Because you allowed the world to fill you with their words of fear. But I want to tell you about this man in the Bible. Nothing's new under the sun. You don't think stuff like this has happened before? It's happened, it's happened before here in America. But I'm going to take you back a few thousand years. This man in the Bible whose nation was in utter turmoil. His whole nation had backslidden from their God, and they were reaping the harvest of their disobedience. Sound familiar? His countrymen had been taken into slavery by the Babylonians. For those of you who don't know where the Babylon is, it's right around Iran, Iraq area. Sounding familiar. And while everyone in his nation was complaining, rebelling, resisting, and blaming their leaders for their condition, the prophet Jeremiah didn't allow the talk and the fear of his people to keep him quiet. But he didn't speak fear. Jeremiah was full of the word of God. And when, when it was time for him to speak, he said this in Jeremiah chapter 20, verse 9. He said, then I said, I will not make mention of him speaking of God, nor speak anymore in his name. But his word was in my heart as a burning fire shut up in my bones. And I was weary, I was tired of forbearing, and I could not stay. You know what that means? I couldn't hold my peace. I had to speak. Why? Because it was in his heart. Why do you feel like you got to say something to everybody that says something that you don't agree with about these political parties and all the fear that's being spilled and spewed by both sides? Why do you feel like you got to speak up? Why do you post? Because you're filled with fear. It's in your heart. The cares of this world. Saints of God, fear is ever-present, and it is consuming our nation. And our churches are failing to be the beacon of light and hope. But we have given in to so much worldliness that now the enemy's attack has been going on. He knew. He said, this may take me 200 years. But now I got them right where I want them. I started letting worldliness into the church. And compromise happened. Now I'm going to bring it to this point. And it has nothing to do with President Obama. It has nothing to do with President Trump. It has nothing to do with Republicans. It has nothing to do with Democrats. It has everything to do with what you as Christians are filling yourself with. It does not matter who's sitting in the White House. What matters is who's sitting on the throne. My God, 
we are sitting down yelling and arguing about who's in what and who's not doing anything. I, it's killing me, saints. I did a post before service, and if you guys seen it, you've seen it, I don't know. But it talked about we have become agents of fear. We have become pawns to terrorism. We are terrorists. Why? Because we're not speaking faith. God has called us to speak those things that are not as though they were. We are a prosperous country. We are a Christian country. You go, po- I guarantee you, what, one, just anybody, post, we are a Christian country. I guarantee you somebody will say this country is not a Christian country. Somebody's going to want to oppose you. But I, I declare to you today, and I tell you, look, you're not speaking, you're prophesying. You're speaking the word of God. That the United States is a Christian country. It's a place where we can worship freely. That God, listen, that the heart of Pharaoh was in God's hands. And guess what? The heart of every leader is in God's hands. God said that he's appointed every authority. He has put every authority, ordained. Somebody say every. He ordained every authority. He is not God. Uh, God's allowed. You hear me? I'm seeing that now from Christians. Since God allowed it. No, God didn't allow it. God ordained it. There is a difference. God ordained it, set it aside, appointed him for such a time as this. He appointed each president that we've ever had, every leader. Don't you think it's man that's doing it? God is the one that's in control of everything. And he said he's placed every authority in its position, whether you like it or not, and it's for our good. Romans chapter 13, read it. And he says you should not fear unless you go against the authority. But what's the word now? Resist. God has called us, I don't know how many times in the Bible, for us to submit to the authorities and the governing parties. But what are we doing? We're speaking what the world's speaking. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to join forces with these ungodly people, even though the Bible tells me that uh, 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 not to be unequally yoked. But I'm going to go over here with the abortionists. I'm going to go over here with the the pagans, and we're going to rally for the rights of people instead of standing up and saying, guess what? Jesus Christ is Lord, and I trust him. My future is not in any man's hands. My future is in God's hands. (laughs) Saints of God, God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. If you've been in here, and I know I've been talking about fear, and listen, I'm, this, this, I'm, I'm getting ready to close here. This is what I want to share with you guys. The atmosphere of fear will come in a certain area, but it will consume your life. And because you're starting to fear what's going to happen in our, in the, with the country, because you're starting to fear in that area, then what fear does, fear, fear begins to spread through your life. So now you're, fear, you're afraid of what's going to happen to the country. Then you're going to start being afraid of what's going to happen to my family. And, and then well, what, what's going to happen to me? And, and what's going to happen with my job? And uh, what's going to happen here? And what if I drive too fast and get in an accident? Uh, what, what, what's going on with this? Is my husband going to leave me? Is my wife going to leave me? Are my kids going to be okay? Is, is this going to happen? Fear is cancer, and it begins to consume your life in every area. And the Lord God showed me specifically that my church is being subject to fear. 
And he said, I have not given you the spirit of fear, but I have given you power, love, and a sound mind. And why can't we have a sound mind? Because our mind, we're not stayed upon the Lord. Because God said, look, a, a sound mind is a peaceful mind. God said, I'll keep you at perfect peace. Those whose mind is stayed upon me. Not your mind stayed upon fear, but your mind stayed upon him. He said, he'll keep you at perfect, in perfect peace. The scripture tells us, it says, uh, 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 I think it's Psalms 91. It says, I shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by the noonday, nor the pestilence that walketh in the darkness, nor destruction that wasteth. A thousand shall fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come near me. Can you imagine standing when everything around you is falling apart, but you're able to stand and be strong? Because at the end of this, God says, listen, I have a plan for you. I know the plan that I've given you. It's a plan of good and not evil to give you an expected end. The Lord is on my side. Why should I fear? Of whom should I be afraid? I am a follower. I submit to my God. And I refuse, refuse to submit to fear. My God's in control. Is your God in control? It's easy to say it. But I heard Tira saying, and I remember last year when she could barely talk because her lungs were full of fluid, and, and when they got, got rid of the fluid, her lungs were just tired from working so hard. So they said, don't sing. Can you imagine? I, maybe some of y'all have been there in a, in a hospital bed. You get a diagnosis of death. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not talking to somebody that's 80, somebody that's even 70 or 60, but I'm talking to a young, a young person in their 30s. You don't think fear wants to consume you at that point? It's easy to say it. I believe my God. When you can, everything is going well. But when the fire hits, when the raging waters rise, when the flood overtakes you, can you stand in the middle of the flood and still rear your head back and say, I believe my God. Your faith must be tested. just up to you to recognize it and trust in God. God says, no longer shall you walk by fear. No longer shall you listen to what it looks like. No longer shall you believe the report of the doctor. God is the great physician. He is the healer. His perfect love casts out all fear. Let me say that again. His perfect love casteth out all fear. Well, how can I receive God's perfect love? You begin to worship him. 
He's a consuming fire. As I begin to worship, God begins to show up because he inhabits the praises of his people. And as he begins to show up, all my cares. The Bible says, cast all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Come all ye who are burdened and heavy laden, and I shall give you rest. Fear doesn't give you rest. Fear keeps you up at night. You think, oh, I just can't sleep. You're full of anxiety and fear. No more. No more. I just need, I just need to know, is there anybody in here that stands with me today that says, I will no longer live by fear? Is there anybody that says, I will no longer live by fear? Come on now. I, I need you guys to say, say, I will no longer live by fear. I shall live by faith. For the just shall live by faith. And I'm justified. Give God a praise. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. And if you would like to know more information about our church, please visit thebuildingcf.com or download our app on all major app stores and marketplaces. Once again, thank you and have a blessed day.